Welcome back to Trending in Education. Mike Palmer here. Mike Palmer's audio is here. And uh, very happy to have you as a listener. I'm joined by Evan Gappelberg, who's the founder and CEO of Nextech AR Solutions. We're going to talk about augmented reality. That's why I mentioned it was just my audio before. But we'll talk about all the dimensions of presence and interactive media and really fascinating stuff. Try to think about the learning applications of it. But uh, to begin, I want to welcome Evan to the show. Evan, welcome to Trending in Education. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, yeah. It's been, uh, it's been a tumultuous year for sure for all of us. And, and one of your claims to fame around the Next Tech AR solutions is you were the first publicly traded augmented reality pure play. So yep. you're a, a real expert in the space of augmented reality. It's been a tumultuous year, but I, I was thinking about it. We recently did a show on emerging trends based on Gartner's hype cycle. And we were talking about how a lot of consumer technology is going to be dialing in on things like AR so that you can have uh, a more rich, immersive experience without having to leave your home. So obviously the pandemic is tragic and terrible on a lot of fronts, but I imagine in terms of augmented reality technology, it's probably been a driver, an accelerant in some ways to, to some of the trends around AR. So I'd love to get some of your perspective on that. Yeah, that's exactly right. In 2018, I came up with this back of the napkin idea that augmented reality was going to be the next big thing. And mm -hmm. my background being Wall Street, I'm, I'm always looking for the next big thing. That's how you make money in the stock market, right? Yeah, finding, yeah. finding trends. And so combine the idea of the next big thing with taking the next big thing public. Right. <laughs> and so... I was able to get that done in Q4 of 2018. Mm -hmm. The stock was cents. It was a penny stock when we started. Mm -hmm. And this year we hit a high of $10 per share, which wow. is a parabolic move. That is very uncommon. And it didn't happen on light volume. It happened with millions of shares trading. Mm -hmm. And so why did that happen? Well, you mentioned uh, tough year, the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Yes, the pandemic is a very, very difficult year for people that have gotten sick or people that know people that got sick. Yeah. Difficult year for, for travel and tourism, mm -hmm. restaurants, very, very difficult financially. But then you have the other side of the equation where some industries actually benefited mm -hmm. from this pandemic. And yeah. my business, meaning Next Tech AR Solutions mm -hmm. as a company, has benefited greatly. Yeah. Your technology, you basically had, uh, we have an e-commerce division, which mm -hmm. uses augmented reality, basically a digital twin yep. of the product where um, you could take the product off the screen mm -hmm. or out of your phone and place it in the room with you and see what it looks like, right? I mean, that's what augmented reality does. It gives yeah. you that, that try before you buy kind of feel. Mm -hmm. And so, when you think about people shopping, everybody started shopping at home. Right. Right. Because the pandemic, you can't go out. And mm -hmm. so e-commerce saw 10 years worth of growth in three months. Wow. Think about yeah. what I just said. Right. 10 years worth of growth. Yeah. So imagine a baby. Right. That, you know, grows. Oh, my goodness. A 10-year-old yeah. in three months. You're like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, my two-year-old's growing fast enough, but it's difficult, I imagine, just man managing against being too celebratory 
around yeah. the That's pandemic. Great. But the reality is you providing, the, the augmented reality is, you see what I did there? <laughs> that you're providing uh, tools that are helping people navigate the new normal, yeah. which is more likely at home. And can you describe a little bit about the, the different examples? There's an e-commerce one. Yeah. Because I sure. think we're going to probably want to move also outside of the marketing and e-commerce use cases, focus a little more on on the educational um, sure. use case, because that's where the technology can be transformative and can really drive some breakthroughs in in very interesting ways. So I'd love to get into some of those contexts on the, yeah. the learning side. But can you just uh, paint a picture, broad brush about sure. the, the different areas uh, sure. you focus on? Yeah, so in 2019, we were just in the e-com space, right? Mm -hmm. E-commerce and augmented reality work really well together. Yep, yep. You could look at IKEA, they're one of the leaders. You could yep. look at House, they're another leader. Yep. Wayfair, you go on to these, these big e-com site owners, they've built their own augmented reality technology into their platform. Right. What we did different is we built the AR tech for everybody else right that couldn't afford to build it them, themselves yep i basically raised a couple million dollars mm -hmm. um raised another five million raised yep. another you know <laughs> raised, yeah, yeah yeah i kept raising money so that i could fund this augmented reality platform called aritize i see and it's think of it as xerox like yeah. I'm aritize a product right. right it's augmented reality as a service yep. that's right Mm -hmm. And so we went out to brands and we started offering augmented reality as a service mm -hmm. and they'd pay us like a monthly subscription kind of thing. Yeah. Makes um, sense. And we also launched an app um, called ARTize 360, which mm -hmm. puts the power of content creation into your hands. So you could download this app, yep. ARTize 360. If you have a light box and your phone, you can put your, let's say your shoe or your pocketbook into the light box on the turntable. Mm -hmm. Three minutes later, you've captured the, the video mm -hmm. and you load it into our platform. And like magic, we turn that into a 3D AR asset. Very cool. And so, yeah, so that's one piece of our tech stack. So that was in 2019, we were building that. And then 2020 rolls around and we had just uh, created a 3D AR ad network. Mm -hmm. and. That was going to be the next big thing for us, right? An ad network mm -hmm. using 3D and, and AR. Yep. Um, but then the pandemic hit. Right. And when the pandemic hit, I was sitting in my office. I remember thinking to myself, what are we going to do? Mm -hmm. Like the whole world was falling apart. The stock market was collapsing. Right. Everything was, the world was on fire. Right, right. right. Mm -hmm. And I had remembered that I was introduced to a guy who had this video uh, training platform. It basically had two clients, Johnson & Johnson and Polycom and Biocom, three clients, sorry. Mm -hmm. And it was training, right? It was like Johnson Johnson comes out with a new widget, yeah. right? And so yeah, people- Yeah, so sales training, service sales training, training, that kind of stuff. Yep, yeah, yep. using video, okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting in my office and I'm remembering this conversation and I remember the guy, these guys really were, were struggling a bit they didn't, get, it wasn't easy getting new clients. So, right. uh, you know, I wonder if we could turn that platform into a Zoom type of thing, use it for online education for kids in school, yeah. you know, not right. And mm -hmm. so I put my tech team in touch with their tech team mm -hmm. and I, I 
they came back and said, yeah, we can pivot this into education and technology. I'm like, hey, could we integrate our augmented reality into it? My tech team says, sure, you can do anything you want. They always yeah. say yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you keep, you keep raising the funding, they'll keep saying yes. Yeah. Right. So we acquired this platform called uh, Jalokia April 30th of 2020. Oh, right? wow. Okay. The pandemic. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing a deal. And we get it done and we pivot the platform towards uh, virtual conferences, virtual events, yeah. mm-hmm. and online universities and education. Sure. Yeah. And we integrate our augmented reality in it. Mm-hmm. And like magic. Yeah, that. It took off, right? right? Where Mm -hmm. the business was doing like a million dollars in revenue for the previous 12 months. And now we're doing a million a month. Right. Wow. Yeah. And growing. Right. Sure. Exponentially. Mm -hmm. And our augmented reality for the classroom has huge applications. We landed our first major college, a major university up in Toronto, a a university called Ryerson University. They have almost 50,000 students there. It's not a small. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. you. It was a big deal for us. It still is. Yeah. Um, So they contracted us to deliver 20 AR labs for them and Mm -hmm. chemistry. Mm -hmm. And so you'll have like the microscope and amoeba. Yeah. it's all virtual. You're experiencing this at home. Right. It's real. Right. You're seeing the microscope on your kitchen table. You're seeing yeah. the amoeba, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like Pokemon Go, but you're doing homework. Like you're actually doing your schoolwork. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And kids love it. The real takeaway is forget the, the money part. Forget right. that there's a business here. Yeah. And if you think about it, I remember going to school. I remember labs were fun. Yeah. Course. You yeah, know, those are like the most fun because right. you're interacting with your buddy and yeah, and, and especially when you can blow things up. If you did have the opportunity <laughs> to do a little bit of that, and you can doing it virtually is safer, you know. Right. So yeah, no, sold. It's, yeah, right. And so yeah, so you can't interact anymore, and mm-hmm. that's why the lab. Now, as time goes on, though, mm-hmm. the feedback we're getting is that the, the future is going to be a hybrid. I think so. There'll, yeah, there'll be some augmented reality experiences. Yeah. And if you think about it, when Apple comes out with the glasses, mm-hmm. where you'll be wearing a pair of eyeglasses, not mm-hmm. like VR goggles, they look yeah. like transparent glasses. mostly. Yeah. Yeah. So you and I can have a conversation in mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. and walk around. And I have my AR glasses on, you have your AR yeah. glasses on. And there's AR experiences popping off. Yeah. And we, I mean, we'll probably, if we're feeling uh, frisky, we pop in our cochlear implants so that <laughs> we're getting audio fed at the same time. Yeah, no, it's what I love about, about having someone like you on as a guest is like, these are the topics we've talked about all the time, but we haven't actually had a practical, it's actually happening now. There's yes. a business here. And yeah. I got to say, I'm not surprised at the uptake on the, the education side. Obviously, the pandemic's been a forcing function, but I think frequently we collectively are focused so much on the marketing and sales side that the really great innovations and new technologies are, are almost over-indexed on that side. And in some ways we've starved the learning experience until something like the pandemic allows right. for the adoption to be so great. Let's try to build it in. Yeah. But I got to imagine kids stuck at home, bouncing off the walls, 
sitting through Zoom lecture after Zoom lecture after Zoom yeah. lecture, yeah. or conversely, parents and kids thinking about where do we want to go to college? Yeah. You know, university, what kind of online program are they going to have? Is it engaging enough so that worst case scenario, we have to be fully online? Is it still going to be yeah. really compelling? So I can see the value prop that, that, that you're tapping into there. Yeah. Think about the kid in grade school. I mean, do you remember the woolly mammoth? Yeah. I remember the woolly mammoth. I don't sure. know why. I remember, oh my God, like yeah. buried in the ice for yeah. millennia. Sure. And all of a sudden they find this woolly mammoth, you know, yeah. this giant elephant, like, you know, hairy elephant with these yeah. giant tusks, right? So I was able to see it in my mind's eye. Mm-hmm. It was all kind of creative in that yeah. way. Right. But imagine being able to put that woolly mammoth in yeah. the classroom mm-hmm. with the kids. Yeah. Right? And totally. Kids, it's there. It's no longer in my mind's yeah. eye. It's in the classroom. And right. the teacher's teaching me about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning. Be- and it's sticking to my brain because that's right. how we learn, right? Right. Through storytelling and sure. experiencing. Mm-hmm. And so you-, you can even just go to the Constitution in the United States, right? You want to mm-hmm. see that. Yeah, and you could literally be seeing a virtual version of it. Every student can have yeah. one at yeah. their desk, and the teachers teaching you about the Constitution. Mm-hmm. I remembered very little about what I learned in school because the teachers are going through the motion. Yeah, there's 30, 40, 50 kids in a class. Like, how much can they really teach you? How much right. sticks, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like this solves a lot of that problem where yeah. the students actually are going to be interested and they're interacting and it's immersive and and sticky and it's a better way of learning. It's kind of like the evolution of learning. And and that's how I look at it. And so I'm super gratified to be part of that. And it took a pandemic for it to happen, you know, but I'll take it. If that's what it took, you can make lemons out of lemonade out of lemons. It's, do you see the glass half empty or half full kind of thing? Right. Well, I mean, there's the progress full stop, right? There are things that are, are going to be genuinely better in light of behavior patterns that are powered by technology in new ways. And at the same time, I do think there will be a trend towards going to national parks and being offline. Yeah. yeah. But not everybody's going to be able to do that. And then especially as this technology becomes democratized, which is the other part that I like about the as a service and rather than only being developed at the really high end or through the biggest technology companies, the idea that this could be done in a way that is more of an empower to small education companies, to universities, to even just educators where, you know, I, I have, I have some, I have a grant, I can spend a little bit of money on technology. Could I get access to this tech? so that I could then build out some of this stuff. And then I imagine over time, would you envision like an ecosystem of pre-built assets too that can be used by different educators? Could you talk a little more about that? You are right on. You're spot on. So that's exactly the end game is that to create the 3D asset is the, the, the trick. You actually create it at scale. Yeah. And so we've been working on that tech. The industry's been working on it. 5G is a big part of delivering the experience, right? Mm-hmm. At scale. Yeah, uh, yeah. In the classroom, like we were talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you need to have a library of 3D assets to pull on to be mm-hmm. able to 
ultimately deliver on this, this dream, AR world. And so we're not quite there yet. The tech just isn't there, but it's close. Like it's right. knocking at the door. Right. It's literally right there. It just yeah. hasn't entered the room yet, kind of. Right. You know, the LiDAR in phones, the latest and greatest phones, some of them have it, most of them don't. Mm -hmm. But over the next uh, three-year cycle, they'll all have it. Mm -hmm. Once that happens, everybody will be a creator. Your mm -hmm. phone will allow you to create 3D assets and yeah. AR experiences. And, and you, the, the library will just mushroom yeah. you know, overnight. And are, are you looking for creators, like early adopters to, to help sort of figure out how to design this stuff? That is an interesting space. Are you looking, because even Ryerson is one university or like, yeah. who, who on the learning side are you, are, like, what do you, how are you thinking about the learning side of what you're doing growing? Yeah. So we're talking, we, we landed Carnegie Mellon as mm -hmm. a client mm -hmm. um, and they're using our video conferencing platform right now yeah. on campus. But you're right. It's all about these early adopters, these pioneers. Carnegie yeah. has not stepped into the augmented reality yep. uh, world with us yet, mm -hmm. but they're circling the wagons. Sure. Yeah. Uh, when Ryerson is the pioneer, the one that sure. kind of stepped in yeah. and, and, and jumped in really head first with us. Right. And they're, we're building these labs with them, with mm -hmm. their students. But ultimately, our plan with them is to give their students the tools so that Ryerson can build their own AR yeah. experiences. Right, it's a platform. Right, yeah, so, so their students are learning Unity, Unity, which is the programming language, mm -hmm. can use our plugin mm -hmm. and they could build the experiences on our platform mm -hmm. um, and that's how it can scale yeah. and, you know, and go to a whole nother level and so, we're in the early days. It's just, yeah. right, just starting. Yeah. No, it's and a crazy it's run you've been on so far too. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so, so that's really interesting also just to be thinking about for our listeners who are interested in instructional design, play with your head up. Look for the new and emerging technologies because even just some passing understanding of something like augmented reality may be a real differentiator for you on an interview if you're trying to impress someone and say, I'm really staying up on top of what's going on. I was able to use this technology. And then if folks want to learn more about any of this, Evan, where would you recommend that they go? So if you go to nexttechar.com, -E mm -hmm. we have, our website is uh, jam-packed and loaded with content. We put videos out demoing the, the AR experience. So there's this higher education video that shows the the virtual learning environment, the, the yeah. augmented reality labs. So you could go online and find all that mm -hmm. um, on our website. There's a lot of videos that we've created, yeah. which, which is the content that, that people can, can browse and kind awesome. of really understand it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that's awesome. That's amazing. Good luck. And uh, it sounds like you're really just beginning to, to take off. And in many yeah. ways, we're all along virtually along with you in an augmented rocket ship. So that's all amazing. But, but one of the other things that I always like to do when I have a guest uh, on, and particularly someone like yourself, I, I'd love to hear your perspective is, outside of what we talked about so far, what, are, what do you see emerging that might be one or two generations ahead? What's capturing your imagination? 
whether it's applications of augmented reality or new technologies that are versions of AR or uh, new and emerging things that are just capturing your imagination. You're clearly someone who keeps an eye yeah. on where things are heading. I quote Gretzky skating to where the, the puck is going all the time on the show. So as someone who's done that for a living to great effect, yeah. what, what's capturing your imagination these days? What do you see on the horizon? So this is a 10 year, multi-trillion dollar, it's, it's really a multi-decade, multi-trillion dollar mega trend. Mm -hmm. That's unstoppable. Yeah. So the really, I, I am the new thing guy, yeah. right? but we're at the dawn of this new, it's not an industrial re revolution, it's a technological yeah. revolution. It's almost like a user experience revolution. Well, I think of it like this. I think it's called, it's really spatial computing, mm. right? So what is that? It basically means that your environment is a computer. Right. Imagine that. Just mm -hmm. it just kind of blows your mind. It's not like a computer that sits on your lap or your desk right. or even that you hold in your hand. Mm -hmm. The environment is going to be a touch environment. Yeah. And your desk will be like your keyboard. Right. And you have you'll be wearing glasses and that the yeah. entire world around you will be interactive. Yeah, I got to work on uh, my dance moves in the way you're describing <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. That's probably yeah. just a good thing in general. Why not work on your dance moves, right? Yeah. Why not? Why not? It's yeah. all, all good fun. So yeah. I, I feel like the world is just going to, you're having a convergence of AI, mm -hmm. AR, mm -hmm. the Internet of Things, yeah, 5G. Yeah. All these things are combined, edge computing, cloud yeah. computing. Mm -hmm. They're all converging and they're creating this spatial computing wonderland. Yeah. And I look at it, if you remember the 90s with the internet, the birth yeah. of the internet, where it's, you had these multi-billion dollar businesses just sprung up overnight seemingly. Yeah. yeah. And new industries, look at Amazon today, everybody yeah. uses Amazon. Amazon's relatively new. For right? sure. Yeah. And, and even so... That's where I feel we are today in 2020. Yeah. This mm -hmm. is the dawn of a new era where all these technologies are converging and augmented reality is just one piece. Mm -hmm. It's a big piece, yeah, but it's one piece. It's not yeah. exclusive. It's sure. dependent on this ecosystem, yeah. all these other technologies that kind of survive and thrive off of themselves and each other. Right. And, and create this kind of flywheel effect where it's just feeding off of each other. And, and, and ultimately, it's exciting, yeah. but it's also a little bit concerning because technology can get away from you. Yeah, <laughs> you know? right, yeah. Like, I was on an electric scooter the other day. I'm, I'm big <laughs> into electric scooters, right? Yeah, yeah. And this thing had a gyroscope. It was actually like the Segway. It's like yeah, a home, sure. home Segway, okay? Uh -huh. And I was like in the zone okay i was like going around my car zip, yeah. zip, zip, cutting turns i was really feeling it do we have any video of this seven i know it's a podcast but i'd, I'd love to you know I, i'm telling you i felt like i was at one with this thing that's right? awesome yeah until it threw me off Ooh. Until, until yeah. yeah i i literally leaned a little far yeah. forward yeah yeah put my foot down yeah as I did that, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it was game over. <laughs> the gyroscope started to push yeah. against my foot's trying to stop, and the gyroscope yeah. pushing, 
And guess who won? The gyrus. <laughs> and so I was like, all of a sudden launched onto, you know, the cement. Yeah. Lane. Yeah. So, so wear, wear, wear a helmet. Is that the, is that the takeaway? It's like, no, no the takeaway is that technology is in control, mm. not us. I yeah. thought I was in control. Mm -hmm. right? That's what my point was. Is that yeah. I'm in control. I got this. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's my toy kind of is like owning you and you're right. playing with it. But yeah. then it, Technology has a way of getting away from us, mm -hmm. is what I'm saying. We're, we're very comfortable with it until it bites us. Yes. Until it throws us. Right. And, and that's what concerns me a little bit is mm -hmm. that AI mm -hmm. is there's going to be a moment in time where yeah. um, we're not the smartest species on the planet. We talk about this all the time. We've got to get you back on to talk more about uh, the, the, the robot apocalypse or yeah, yeah. not the robot apocalypse. Who knows, right? Like who, who knows? But, uh, but also the interesting point just to make in what you're saying there too is it does take a lot of work to get out ahead of the trend to actually build it so that it doesn't break. So even the amount of work that was put into your, your gyroscope and, and such so that it felt as good as it did, it's now going to have to get better because you like, that's how you learn. Actually, that's how the technology gets better. So it's another testimony to the early adopters and the pioneers where you got to get out there and use the stuff to make yeah. it better. So there is, and it's, I love the, the visuals are still running through my mind. So, so thank you for all that. Uh, we're coming up on time, uh, Evan. This has been amazing. But uh, any, any concluding thoughts, any final, final messages for myself or our listeners before, before we head on our merry way? All, all I would say to your merry listeners is that Nextech AR Solutions is my baby. Mm -hmm. The single largest shareholder. Haven't sold any stock. I continue to buy. Why do yeah. I continue to buy even though it's up an enormous amount? Why am I not cashing in my chips? Why? Because there's a multi-decade, multi-trillion dollar mega trend and Next Tech is going to ride that wave. Nice. That's it. I'll yeah. leave you from that. Yeah. All right. And, and I think for our learning listeners out there, some virtual thinking uh, homework for you. How do you want to apply uh, augmented reality in your classrooms, in your learning labs? Pretty interesting use case that Evan brought up there. Thanks as always for listening. Thank you, Evan, uh, for joining. And uh, we'll be back again soon on Trending in Education. Great. Thank you.